Video Game Pulse. Episode 294. I am Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Atakino. They have supervision again. Oh my god, we found Kaz. Kaz is finally back. She does exist. She does exist. How's everybody been? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, lots of energy going around apparently. It's just before, it's like it's the uh, Thursday before Christmas, so it's just the holidays are coming up here. Yep. It's the last show of the year too, month, mm-hmm. not to mention. The uh, Any side notes? Um, not particularly, I don't think. Not a whole lot's been going on this month, surprisingly. Not really. Yeah, I, probably a good thing. Kaz, any side notes? Um, I don't think so. Wow, alright. You know what? <laughs> we'll stick this in right here, right now. Uh, Factorio got an update. Yes. Um, yeah, these two have been so zoned out on it, they don't even hear me speak. Mm, the uh, point .16's out, and a lot has changed. Which is, you know, it's good. Mm. It looks good, too. There are some good changes. There are some questionable changes that I don't much you know. care for. But there's a well, questionable there's change. Questionables. They just did. A, they just did a, uh, another patch this morning that also changed a couple of mechanics. That one of which that I used, and it was, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah. Because it's it's now it's going to be even more annoying. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to see. I'll have to figure something out. But yeah, I don't think believe there's much else other than that. So in the meantime, I am shiny hunting a nooksie right now. Awesome. So I guess since there's not much going on, and plus, not to mention, I'm gonna, we're going to go on to the news right now, but there isn't any news. There really uh, there, isn't. Re- there really hasn't been much of anything happening. I just breezed through a lot of sites, and it's just like trailers, Nothing. announcements, you know, Game of the Year awards, which makes perfect sense given yep. the fact that the year's not even over yet. Mm. I, you know, I, You know how that is. Yeah, so... I believe there's not much else, so all right, off to the news we shall be going. Yes. Time now for some flash news. Yay. And by some, I mean six tabs. <laughs> I mean some. <laughs> some, and the main news is only five tabs, so this is, uh, I'm almost afraid to say it's going to be quick, because with knowing us, we could easily go two hours. <laughs> yeah, but you forget I'm here. Mm. Mm. And if you drag it out, I tell you off. Yeah, mm. Cass is here to keep us in line. Mm. It's always a good thing. Yes. The uh, Anyway, so moving on. Uh, Steam Winter Sale is now live. Yes, it is. I, I am going a, to avoid it. Same here. Yeah, I got an email this morning that was like, oh, 30 things on your wish list are on sale. I'm like, well, Holy time, to shit. A- time to avoid Steam. <laughs> Probably a good idea. 
Moving on, Nintendo Switch console sales reach 10 million globally. That's really awesome. Definitely working. Yeah, Which this surprises uh, me that it's taken off so much all of a sudden. Yeah, this has been a great uh, thing for Nintendo. Like, way, Granted, way more than the Wii U ever could dream to be. Well, they never advertised the Wii U. That was the problem. Yeah, that I was just gonna, that's literally what I was going to say. It's like the Wii U, was, the problem with it was the advertising behind it. The announcement of it and the promotion of it was terrible. Including no one knew what it was. Yeah, yeah the announcement the was horrific. I remember that. That E3 where you everyone know, was like... Where, I was considered I was considered and, and accused of being a Nintendo hater in oh, the comments yeah, of my yeah. you know E three reactions video the the video mm. I put out back then I, I stand by that video that's an honest reaction I'm like hey there's I'm not it's not my responsibility to go to a a website that they splash up on the screen to figure out what the hell is going on I know. It, this is their presentation they're supposed to at least tell and they don't even bother to mention that oh it's a console and this is a controller for it no they just show the controller and it's like I know what? I honestly thought that it was a controller for the Wii. That's all I Yeah, that's what it I was. thought it was too. Again, it was it's a it's a marketing issue that was But you know really what I think uh, triggered the switch as well to do so well? The fact that they're getting third party support and Yeah. And making mature games for it. I was just gonna say it's like uh Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, I think, have the two driving factors as well, because those two games were like not only completely different from everything else that they've done for those uh not franchises genre. franchises thank you but like they were so massive as well as like both of those games are ridiculously huge and like fully packed with content so everyone got super hype about them well uh, like i said at the same time they're actually making 18 rated games for the switch mm. oh yeah i heard that doom is coming to the switch and i was I like know, what <laughs> that yeah. one caught my attention i was like you really want Doom on the Switch. I'm like, okay, that's a uh, Vale in well, the chat is, is a step. <laughs> vale in the chat is hyped about Bayonetta three on the yes, Switch. Yes, Bayonetta three. That's uh, another one that's gonna be huge. It's a good thing though because a lot of gamers that grew up with Nintendo are now adults. This is true. And if you exclude them, your sales will go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny how that works. So yeah, I, I'm happy for it. I just I want to see how the long term plays out for it. I still want one. Uh, yeah. It's like we'll Mario see. Odyssey, well, Mario, Mario and Rabbids. What? Mario Maker. As soon as that drops, that'll probably uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. inspire you. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah Mario Odyssey, Mario and Rabbids, uh, Splatoon 2, Breath of the Wild. You know, there have been so many great games for us so far, and a lot more still to come out. I think that's another thing as well is that they're really pushing games this time. Because for the Wii U, like, it was dead on arrival. Yeah, yeah, there was very nothing so. for it, and nobody was really developing for it. This oh, time they of, are. like Ubisoft. It's like this time they are pushing it game after game for it, and they have a really awesome lineup so far. So that's another reason why it took off so strongly. Yeah, it's definitely promising. We'll see how far it goes. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Walt Disney buys uh, 21st Century Fox for $52 billion. I heard that. That's very confusing to me. Yeah, and it's also worrying for me. <laughs> yeah. Because Fox happened to own a very large proportion of my internet provider. So what you're saying is your internet provider just became a Disney princess? <laughs> Literally. You know, that's Not a joke going around my the satellite TV as well. Yeah, that's that's actually the joke that's going around uh, the uh, social media sites now. Is that oh, you realize now that Fo that Disney owns this, that this is now a Disney princess, and it's like you get, you know, weird 
things that Fox owned or you know, stuff. <laughs> I, I can't but, remember. Yeah, the, the fact head, that but... they had a large stake in Sky, I'm very worried about that. <laughs> And because... I don't think it's officially gone through yet. I think it's pending approval at this Last point. Last I heard, it was, it was approved. I haven't kept up with it, to be perfectly honest. I saw something on Twitter saying it had been approved. But Sky Anything are owned see... by Fox partially. And let's just say Sky has only just started to get its internet bloody stable in mm. the last year. Anything you see on Twitter, though, I would uh, be skeptical of until Oh, no, it was an official verified. news article. That uh, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Trust me, 2017 has taught me anything. You don't just read the headline. You got to go for sources. Exactly. But yeah, that that definitely worries me because I don't yeah. want my internet. How many internet providers have I been in since you through since you two met me? Mm. Just trying to get a good service. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> and not to mention, it's like I say, it's not good simply because of you know the whole competition aspect. It, if if like two or three companies own everything, then what's the point of competition? Uh, over thing? here, competition with internet providers is still a big thing. Yeah, I'm I not can even just have... talking about like internet providers. I'm just talking like in the movie space. It's just. But yeah, in terms of internet providers, competition isn't exactly an issue over here. I can pick from five just in this town. Mm. <laughs> For our internet providers, we can choose from three, two of which are uh, DSL, and uh, yeah, that's competition, I think, maybe not. <laughs> and then the other one is, uh, you know, Time Warner or Spectrum now. Yep. Can't wait for uh, Prime Link. See Prime when, Link. At Prime least Link I have fiber. <laughs> that's Prime Link. Prime Link is fiber, and I cannot wait for them to hit our doorstep. And then for all of a sudden... One day, we'll know, too, because all of a sudden, we'll be like, wow, the internet's going real fast, and I'll just happen to rip a speed test, and well, I'll pull, fair, like, 300 meg. Well, to be fair, you get, what, 30 megabit down? Yeah, 30 down, 5 up, and it's... That's like, standard fiber over here runs about that fast. Standard fiber over here is, you know, what, like, it depends on the plan, but it's, you know, 100? 100. Basic, basic fiber optic here is, uh, we don't have fiber to the home, it only runs to the cabinet, which is over there, buried under the road. You know, we, we have cable modem is what we have. Yeah, see, we don't have cables, we have overhead phone lines, copper lines, mm. which are a nightmare. Yeah, but <laughs> the fiber lines we got in this area, the Prime Link was advertising 100 megs, but it says they 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 don't list it on their website, which because they probably don't want people to die from a heart attack, but the price for 1,000 meg internet is what they have, their top line full throttle which i cannot wait for that day because the day that happens all of a sudden we're like wow our internet's running fast i'll run a speed test and we'll be pulling like 300 megs a second <laughs> out of the thin blue and it's oh, like oh i wish i can't get that dreaded pink happened. card in the mail yes. as alder just said his are underground mine aren't it does depend where you are in the uk mm. but if they get fiber to the home i will be extremely happy because my internet will improve its quality tenfold most certainly. Uh, moving on, Valkyria Chronicles 4 gameplay is... They're going to have a gameplay live stream set on December 27th at uh, tw 20 o'clock. It's military time. It's 20 o'clock Japan 8 standard. 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah, 8 p.m. I knew that. The uh, <laughs> I just had to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, which is 8 p.m. Japan standard time. So I don't know. You're going to have to do some, you know time zone foo in order to figure that out but on mm -hmm. december 27th uh there's going to be an uh, an actual gameplay broadcast of the uh, live broadcast of the gameplay from valkyria 4 which i'm 
very looking forward to. Yeah, that's going to be really JST interesting. JST is eight hours ahead of me, but I can't remember. I'll have to do some math on it uh, later on. Salter, go look that up for me. It's going to annoy me. Yeah, but that's the thing, which I'm very much looking forward to. I'm going to mm. see how this looks and feels. Because it's coming out in March, which is shockingly soon. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we've also got a Digimon game coming out next month. Yeah. Mm. Uh, moving on, Catherine, full body has been announced. Yeah, this is going to be really cool. I know. It's going to be a re-release of Catherine uh, in typical Atlas fashion. However, there's going to be a new girl in the mix. Yeah, this is going to be fascinating. Catherine was such an interesting game. It's a uh, it's like a puzzle platformer, but it's very different to anything I've seen before. Mm. PlayStation 4 and pl- PS Vita. PS yeah, Vita. well, you're, uh, you're stacking... Vita releases, that surprises me. It's like you're stacking box tiles to climb up a wall in a lot of the levels. Also, that stream, if it's at nine hours ahead of us, that'll be 11 a.m. for us, which means it will be six in the morning for you guys. Fun. Oh, I'll be up then. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> the uh <laughs> It doesn't. I don't see any release date set on this article. I'm actually. I just opened up the article and I'm eyeballing through it real quick. Though at the very bottom, though, it says Atlas will hold a Nico Nico live stream on December 22nd to provide more details about the game. Uh, that's tomorrow. No, no time though. But tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be really cool. I do like Catherine a lot. Catherine was a uh, very interesting game, mm. especially one of the bosses in it. Very, uh, oh, yeah, I remember very that. special, that one. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was a unique game. It's that just, was, uh, I think we did a review of that. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure we did, yeah. And you know what? The thing that really upsets me about Catherine, though, is it brings back memories of... Uh, I, w- I was doing a playthrough of this game, and it was... I had finished the game, and then I got greedy and tried to go back and get every ending, <laughs> and I got... Four of the nine endings or something like that, and then another five I needed to go way back, so I had to start replaying it. And sometime in between this point and when I was uploading it, files got deleted off my computer, and I lost the raw footage for, like, four hours, and it just killed it. Yeah. All of the original straight – I hadn't gotten to the credits yet in the playthrough, so that's why that playthrough stopped for me. Is it just all the files got – like, a good four <laughs> hours of raw files just deleted. Hey, well, here's your chance to do the redemption run. <laughs> it just really, like, that hurt one. That one really hurt. Unlike, say, for example, Alan Wake or Pers- uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Not Persona. I've never done Persona. That would take 100 years to finish it a Persona would. game. Uh, Alan Wake and Valkyria Chronicles, it just comes to the point where I post the last bit of footage I recorded and I just haven't gotten back to, you know, po- you know recording more. Mm. Which, by the way, Humble Bundle just had a sale for... Uh, uh, it was a Vegas Pro 14. Yes. For, I think that's still going on, isn't it? I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, just track it up. The uh, I know for a fact, but here's the thing, though. Vegas Pro 14, uh, like $400 program. Humble Bundle, 20 bucks. I was yeah, like, yes, you know so it's what? It's still going for five days. You got another five days, so get to Humble Bundle and get that, because damn, because there's more than just the Vegas Pro 14 that's in there. There's oh, a there's bunch a of lot stuff. of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff, and it's like, woo. I it was like $928 worth of stuff for 20 bucks. I was like, you know what? Yeah, and what's so funny is that the average is like $19 and Yeah, because everyone's just going for it. So it's like, yeah, okay. It's like some of this why you might as well just get everything. There's also the Yogcast Jingle Jam, which has got a lot of shit in it. Yeah, the Yogcast Bundle is really, really good as well. So there's that as well, which is just amazing. So I've got, so 
whenever I do record footage again, I'll actually be using Vegas Pro 14 instead of its um, it's uh, Vegas uh, Movie Maker it's, Platinum it's Vegas 13. It's Vegas 14 Edit. It's the more basic version of it, but still, it's an no, expensive program. No, no, no. Program. It's not Edit. It's Pro 14. That's what I've got. That's what I've downloaded. That's what I'm have on my computer. The one that was listed on here was Pro 14 Edit. It's not what it says. When it loads up, and I've already got it installed on my computer, I load it up, it just says Vegas Pro 14. That's all it says. It doesn't say anything else. I think what it is, the edit version, it just has some of the most useless shit pulled out of it. Then what? what AKA the... Snapchat filters and stuff, which we will never use. All the same thing, though. It's what I have The core now. program's there. It's just missing these all these filter things, which... Since when the hell do we use Snapchat anyway? Mm. <laughs> I've just looked as well. Okay, Zaldera Pro says it's Pro 14 edit. edit as well. It doesn't say that when I load it up, though. It probably won't because it won't want to support that. But yeah, it's just a, it's just missing a few extra bits, so to speak. To be perfectly fair, though, the program that I was using to edit all the videos that I've been doing on YouTube was um, it was a uh, Vegas uh, Movie Maker Platinum 13. I probably wasn't even using. 20% of that program to be fair so now that with pro 14 even edit or not I'll probably still only be using 10% of it whenever I get around yeah, to using I'm, it. I'm still deciding whether to buy it or not because as you know funds are tight over here at the moment. Yeah either which way there's that and then uh, last bit of flash news is uh, the UK Gambling Commission finds children as young as 11 gamble using skin betting sites Always which fun. should not be happening oh yeah Yep. But then again, it's just a byproduct of the digital babysitter age. Yep. Yep. I will agree with that one. Again, I you know, it's one of those opportunities where when you say, oh, the government shouldn't even bother getting into it, and people are like, oh, what, what about the children? I'm thinking, well, yeah, the children. What about the parents? <laughs> exactly. Because that's where it should be stopped. The government shouldn't even have the opportunity because the situation shouldn't even exist in the first place. Mm. But maybe that's just me. I know, right? And that's all we have for Flash News. Any other thoughts, or should we head on off to this gravy train? Oh, boy. Yep. I will let you two rant on this one. <clears throat> Actually, I, you know, there's really not much there's to rant about because really I already about. saw this coming yep, same in here. advance. So it's, the FCC has uh, repealed net neutrality with a 3-2 two, to two vote, uh, and it is moving on. I think it still needs to be approved by Congress or something to the effect thereof. So The there is... thing is, you didn't even have this net neutrality until a couple of years ago anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a very we we. Uh, if you didn't see or, or hear the last episode, watch or listen to that one. I always say watch. I, <laughs> I know. Uh, listen to that show. We go through a lot of thoughts on it. It's just a very convoluted situation. It really all is. The way around, and both sides are fervent on their position. I know a lot of people that are on both sides of the issue, and mm -hmm. I can see both sides of the argument. Yeah. Oh, I, all I've been hearing is people freaking and and out how like it's always been there. Because when it went down, everyone lost their fucking shit. And it's like, how did you not see that this is what was going to happen regardless? I know. Remember, that's what I said. It's like, they're going to do what they want to anyway. There's no point freaking out over it on Twitter. But yeah, people did Every, nonetheless. Everyone was going batshit. It's just like, dudes, it's only been in place a couple of years anyway. Yeah. And you know, it's just, we've already had our thoughts on the matter. It's nothing really even to get upset about, because again, I already knew that I this was going to I already saw it coming, it. absolutely. Nothing, nothing huge to, you know, get in a and bind And I'm in the EU. Yeah. And the EU really love to argue against the US government. Oh, hey, Burst Angel. Hi, Burst Angel. 
But yeah, net neutrality. We knew it was gonna be. Uh, we knew it was gonna be taken down. Cause yeah, I mean that Ajit Pai guy. I mean he's the slimiest individual. He actually like, is. Here's the thing. I could never be in that position because he is so bought and so paid for and does not care in the slightest. Mm. Have you seen some of the U- the YouTube videos he's put out about? Oh, things you can still do now that there's no net neutrality. Oh yeah, yeah, things? yeah. Him and his giant ass Reese's mug. Yep. I don't understand how he can you know look himself in the mirror. I would never be able to I do that. I would never be able to do it. I'd never be able to do that with a straight face at all. And yet he's just able to do it and laughing and joking about it. And oh, another side note: the thing I'll, I'll say about this right now though is that people are freaking out, which I you know should have seen that one coming as well. But it's 2017. Uh, Doxing him is not the answer. Apparently, he was doxed earlier. Yeah, also, threatening his kids yeah, is that, not yeah. the answer. Believe it or not, that doesn't help your case at all. I know. And it might be shocking to some people to find that one out, but mm, it might hurt your cause. Just a smidge. Just a little bit. Maybe that's just me. I don't you know. You know, people who go off like that, as if uh, there is no way they'll ever be caught online, they just piss me off. I know. Yeah, it, look, actions like that, unrelated to net neutrality altogether, will only encourage the government to regulate it more. Yep. Yep. So just think about that before you go off and do some stupid shit like that. It just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Mm-hmm. People doesn't are help dicks. Your at all. Actually, yeah. people are flat out bellends. Hmm. Yeah, and again, I don't really know what much else there needs to be said about it. Uh, it's I think if I follow the process correctly, it needs to be approved by Congress. I believe so. Yes. I have no idea how this is going to go down in Congress. I don't. They're again, gonna, they're going to do might, what they want to. Regardless. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm going to default the dark gods thing here. It's <laughs> the government. They do what they want. For anyone who's never paid attention to government and politics at all, well, welcome to 2017. And just look secondly, at Brexit for God's sake. They're going to do what they want. Yep. And it's just like, you know, for example, with Brexit, they were supposed to leave by now, but yet they're just kicking the can oh, down no, the that's, road. They were not supposed to leave until next year. That was always the case. Mm, yeah, yeah, now, what's going on right now is European, po- European bigwigs arguing with English bigwigs over who who gets what. Over who has the biggest wig. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Basically, you want us to pay out a lot of money, and our government's trying to say, screw you. <laughs> I guarantee that can will get kicked down the road. That's the way government works. Yep. It's just like the tax cut bill, which, oh, another thing people are freaking out over. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, I don't even want to get into that. But they kicked that can down the road for, like, eight months. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Moving on? Moving on. The Game Awards. Ah, yes. Better known as Jeff Keighley's yearly circle jerk, <laughs> you know, wank fest. Yep. Uh, here's the thing. I'm okay with him having a circle jerk wank fest. I've had my opinions on it over the years, and they haven't changed at all. It feels like the Special Olympics. Yep. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a medal. And that's all it is. Going into this, I thought for sure that Super Mario Odyssey was going to take most everything, and it didn't. And it was just like, wow, if there was ever a year to support my whole, you know, it's the Special Olympics of award shows, this is the one where <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, I thought for sure, was going to sweep everything. Nope. It's just, it got one or two, and then everybody, you know, one person got everything, you know, like every game got at least something. But uh, I think we're going to breeze through some of these and just quick thoughts. I think we have a good f- bit of thoughts on the Game of the Year award. Mm. So the uh, the uh, 
uh, nominees were Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Super Mario Odyssey, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which was the winner. Yep. Uh, I was shocked it wasn't Super Mario Odyssey because everybody was up their ass, up the game's ass about it. I'm okay with Breath of the Wild winning this, though, yeah. to be fair. Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. But what really strikes me as odd with this, though, is outside of the not my Odyssey not winning, like, I really don't care what they say is the winner thing. Again, it's Jeff mm-hmm. Keighley's Circle Jerk Wank Fest. They, they can yep. do whatever they want. But Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? I know, for Game of the Year, that is a bit of a stretch. What? And then, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn? <laughs> that was, like gameplay fatigue incarnate for the PlayStation 4. Like, that's what I'm more afraid about for Far Cry 5 than anything else. Is just for Horizon Zero Dawn, I've played that game a dozen other times. Yeah. This just one has a different coat of paint and a different story. It's just, I'm like, well, game of the year? <laughs> Even, like, you could say, some people might argue Persona 5, but that was, like, it was a Persona game, but it was different. Yeah, Persona 5 was extremely unique. Yeah, it's just, and five then, of course. Five was dark. Five was exceptionally dark. Oh my god, they <laughs> okay. pushed boundaries in five. Yeah. Kaz, how far did you get with uh, five? Did I you ever can't get back even to remember. I, I think... keep thinking I need to pick it back up. I think the disc is still in my PS4. <laughs> I think if I remember right, you are just before uh, Futaba, is what I remember. Just before the desert. I think you are yeah. just just shy of meeting Futaba. The summertime, yeah. Which is why I really want you to pick it back up because Futaba is awesome. She is my favorite character from that game. Yeah, you really She's need so to pick back up because then after the fact you can listen to the longest video game pulse ever recorded where we <coughs> go through the entire extent I will of pass 5. on that one. <laughs> what was that was that like four hours and 15 something minutes something like that something yep. like that, oh. that was a show and a half on <laughs> the longest show that i believe we will ever record none that i feel like challenging anytime soon <laughs> But yeah, I do need to get my PS4 booted back up because my PS4 renewed itself and they didn't send me the email till 10 hours before <laughs> when I was asleep. Nice. Anyway, back, yeah, to, so back to the... I need uh, my games. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Back to the issue at hand, though, but PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, it's it's in beta. It only has one map on PC. I think like yeah, the 1.0 yeah. just came no, out. No, it's on... not got one map. We've had loads coming out. I don't like. Here's the thing. I know next to nothing about it. I know it's a I multiplayer only game. I keep posts on Kit with new maps coming out, and it's yeah, also... no, no, no. It's not new maps. It's a new map. Second, there's just one map, ginormous, and then there's a second map now. I've heard there's more than two maps. I've heard there's a no lot idea. of new here's areas like, been coming no out. I have no idea. I know next to nothing about. But here's the thing. It's in. It's in like a beta. It's state. not. It's come out. But here's the thing, it's still a beta, it's like a, it's an early access beta type thing. It came out on Xbox One, uh, like a week or two ago, and everyone says it's a buggy piece of shit. And it's like, I just, I don't everyone understand Everyone on the it. PC says it's actually a bloody good game. I don't ima- I yeah, imagine the PC version is probably really now. good, but the, uh, the yeah, Xbox the version is definitely... Yeah, the PC definitely significantly better. I have definitely. seen a handful of people playing it on live streams. Also, I think we scared Burst Angel off unless he disconnected. Who knows? Yeah, I know 1.0 just came out. Yeah, that game, I've been seeing a lot of people. Because of this particular Discord, I mean, I see gamers from right across the gaming spectrum, and a lot of people say uh, Player Unknown is a good one. Yeah, I don't doubt it on PC, but it's just the 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 port is terrible from what I've heard, but still all the same. It's just, it just strikes me as odd that it gets a Game of the Year nomination. Yeah. Whereas something like Resident Evil 7 doesn't even get the nomination. Mm. That's literally what I was just about to say. I'm like, yeah, replace it with Resident Evil 7. 
just eh, I don't know. That was literally the next thing that was going to come out of my mouth. Uh, moving on. Uh, best game direction. Breath of the Wild won that as well. Wolf- Wolfenstein 2, Resident Evil 7, Super Mario Odyssey, Horizon Zero Dawn. Any thoughts? Again, another one I would have liked Resident Evil 7 to win. Best narrative. What Remains of Edith Finch winning. Nier Automata, Hell, uh, which won. And then Nier Automata, Hellblade, uh, Wolfenstein 2, Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow, Horizon's on everything. I know. Jesus. Uh, best art direction, Cuphead won. That I believe. I can, I can definitely support De- that. Oh, Cuphead is very unique. Destiny that's, 2. That's way unique. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Destiny 2, Legend of Zelda, uh, Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn is on everything. Damn. Uh, best music slash score is Winner is Near Automata, Destiny 2, Cuphead, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, and Persona 5. I'm surprised freaking uh, Horizon isn't on that as well. I know, right? Uh, best audio is Hellblade, uh, winning, and then there's Destiny 2, Resident Evil 7, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Mario Odyssey, uh, best performance, um, wow, I don't even know who, Melina Jurgens, Hellblade. I don't know who that is. I'm unfamiliar. Um, games for Impact, Hellblade. Uh, games. Night in the Woods was on the nominations oh. for that. Okay, so na- Games for Impact, uh. For a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. Pro-social meaning or message. That might be why... Mm. I was going to say... I should have won that. Yeah, Please Knock on My Door, Night in the Woods, Life is Strange, Before the Storm, Bury Me, My Love, What Remains of Edith Finch. Night in the Woods, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Life is Strange are all very strong contenders yeah. for that. Uh, wouldn't you think that Doki Doki Literature Club should be on this, or is that not a pro-social meaning or I message? I don't know if I would call that pro-social. Yeah. It is definitely impactful, say, though. <laughs> games for Impact. You want a Games for Impact? Spoiler alert as to what we're reviewing. <laughs> uh, best ongoing game is Overwatch. A whole lot of you know multiplayer-only games are on that list. Mobile. Yeah, I don't think we need to go through every single one of these, but still. What was the? I'm sure, I'm sure Sonic Mania won something on one of these awards last week. <laughs> yeah. All right. You can go through it if you want. Again, it's. I'm okay with the fact that Jeff Keighley has his own little circle jerk show at the end of the year. It just. Eh, it's such the Special Olympics. I've said this it before. Is. It's just everybody gets a medal. I don't know. And plus, not to mention, it was also like only live streamed, and it the viewership is down. <laughs> but anyway, moving on, Crytek is suing Star Citizen Studios over the use of CryEngine. Yep. Whoops. Uh, Crytek, maker of the CryEngine, is suing the team behind Star Citizen for a breach of contract. The lawsuit filed in U.S. U.S. District Court in California has the potential to disrupt game development that is already more than five years in development and has yet to deliver any promises of its backers. Yada yada. The complaint names Cloud Imperium Games uh, and uh, Robert Space Industries as the defendants. Both companies co-founded, yada, yada. We don't need to go through that. The lawsuit goes on to say that CIG and RSI improperly removed CryEngine logo when the game boots up and that the teams failed to properly disclose modifications to CryEngine 3 as a part of their licensing agreement. Yeah, apparently they were also using some... uh Something off of Amazon, which apparently is also made by Crytek, which they could use that one, but they couldn't use the CryEngine 3, so it's kind of muddled as to what they actually mm. used. Crytek is asking for direct damages, including uh, direct damages, indirect damages, and permanent injunction to prevent CIG and RSI from, quote, continuing to possess or use the copyrighted work that could mean pouring over 
the code of an incredibly complex game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since then, however, there have been updates to this story. Uh, the uh, the first update was on December 13th. Uh, is from uh, from representatives of CIG and RSI. Quote, we are aware that Crytek complaint having been filed in the U.S. District Court. Uh, CIG hasn't used the CryEngine for quite some time since we switched to Amazon's Lumberyard. This is a meritless lawsuit that we will defend vigorously against, including recovering from Crytek any costs that is incurred in this matter. Uh, the second update is uh, from December 15th. Uh, it's from uh a respondent from uh, Crytek saying, saying, quote, Crytek is a technology company and intellectual property is its greatest asset. It is unfortunate that this lawsuit had to be brought, but Crytek has been left with no option but to protect its intellectual property in court. Yeah, quote. I read somewhere in this article as well that Crytek also either owns or made the Amazon Lumberyard thing. So it's like, I don't know. It seems very muddled to me as to well, what they might have actually Well, is Amazon used. Lumberyard like an open source type deal? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they have any leg to stand up for that. Or, like, the whole point of Lumberyard is anyone can just use it. Yeah. I'm I'm unfamiliar on the specifics of something like that. Yeah, so uh, some poor souls can have to comb through the coding and see what they actually used versus, you know, what everyone's saying they're using. Mm, yeah, I know. I don't know. We'll see what happens It's It's, it's going to be legalese, and it's probably going to be uh, settled out of court. Yep. Finer details will probably never be made public, yep. as is always the case. As is always the case. Moving on. The um, PlayStation experience also happened like just after we recorded our last show. Yeah, it did. I don't think a whole lot came out of it, really, to be honest with you. I just No, I didn't hear too much coming out of it. A handful of things here and there. But... Uh, new game announcements, Firewall, Zero Hour, Tactical Shooter. Okay, I, To be honest with you, I haven't seen the Game Awards or PSX at all. I just I skipped it. Didn't really hear much of any news come out of it, so it's like, eh, okay, so f- new game announcement, uh, Med- medieval remastered. Oh, I, I heard a lot of yeah. buzz about this uh, one. Jim Sterling tweeted out about this. He was yeah. very excited about this. Mm-hmm. So medieval remaster. I'm unfamiliar with the first game. I'm unfamiliar with the franchise, but apparently it's been a long time since mm-hmm. it's been a game. So updates for existing games. Death Stranding. Uh, there was another trailer that everyone was freaking out about. Something about a camera going down. Oh, uh, I've seen this. What's his face's throat and a baby inside him or something. I know. Like that. I've seen this trailer. It, it is creepy and weird. <laughs> anybody who thinks so totally normal for that game, then yeah. <laughs> anybody who thinks that. If you give Kojima a blank check that he'll give you anything coherent at the far end is you're out of your mind. <laughs> and anyone who thinks this is coming out next year is also out of their minds. Yeah. It's it's not coming out it's not even coming out in twenty twenty, okay? And it's not even gonna be coherent when it comes out. Yeah, this is probably gonna be a bizarre L S D trip of a game. Oh yeah. It's if gonna this trailer in particular is going to be to an go experience. By. It's going to be an experience. It's going to be an experience. I I don't know if it's going to be a good experience, but it is one that you will experience and remember (laughs) if you choose to do so, which I might not because it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, this trailer, man, just you've probably seen GIFs of it on Twitter Mm. by this point. Yeah, it is weird. Oh, my God. It is so bizarre. Yeah. Yep. Moving on, Detroit Become Human uh, was uh, played live on PSX stage. The new yep. trailer, yada yada. Um, speed reading through this, God of War reveals that the game will take a decent chunk of time to beat. I, If you call that an update, okay. It doesn't yep. look like anything really huge happened. Yeah, I didn't hear too, too much about yeah. it. 
So, last tab of news. Last tab of news. Last tab of news. As we were recording the last show, uh, something else was also breaking uh, and people were freaking out about, which was the um, Patreon put a uh, service fee charge or announced that they were going to, and uh, people were freaking out about it. Yeah, what was it, like a 2.9% plus 35 cents? Yes, per pledge. Per pledge. Yes. Yep. So, and, yeah. And uh, there was a lot of outcry about it. Mm, people oh, did, it backfired, uh, all right. People oh, yeah. flipped their shit. Uh, as to be expected, you know, if you support 10 creators and give 10 creators each a dollar a month, then all of a sudden it's like you, you got another $3.50 plus 29 cents per pledge coming out or something like that. Or, yeah, yeah. Or no, three cents per. So it's, it's uh, you know, it, it adds up. It adds up. It adds up. Long I can't do short. math. Don't do math on recording. <laughs> It's not a good idea. Yeah, it adds up. It's the long story. It adds up. So a lot of people were freaking out about it. Uh, subscribers were plummeting, uh, falling out from under everybody. Everybody's freaking out on Patreon. How could you do this right before Christmas? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then uh, just uh, like it was like a week later, they announced that, okay, we're going to scrap that new service fee and apologize to everybody. Yeah, they've already done irreversible damage. So very much so. A lot of people are uh, a lot already of creators are suffering now, and a lot of uh, people have already brought up like there's uh, Maker Studios. There's a few other places that have a Patreon style play, you know, uh, sh- uh, idea mm-hmm. funding idea for people you want to support. A lot of people have already fired up on Maker, and a couple other people have done a couple other different you know areas. It's just a good idea in general in, in business to diversify anyways. Yeah. So to come put all your eggs in one basket of Patreon is um, concerning, especially when they can pull something like uh, what Patreon already did with Lauren yep. Southern <laughs> uh, when it was baseless altogether. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, something to be aware of. So, yeah, definitely irreversible damage. And, again, during when everything was breaking, we were recording the show last, and I still hold by this. It sounded to me like they were passing off – the credit card charges onto uh, all the people that pledge money. Yep. Instead of incurring them themselves. Yep. Which is what every single business does, period, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what are you going to do? Anything else you need to say about that? Not really. No. All righty then. Uh, that is all the news we have. I don't believe there's anything else. So are we going to head on off now to the, the forums? forums, yes. So, forums, are you ready? I don't know if I am or not, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. I haven't looked at this forum in a while. I have. I've been keeping a very close eye on it. I love this. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is amazing. It's the most amount of forum responses we've gotten in a very long time. Yep. And a wall of text doesn't even begin to describe. <laughs> so, so uh, okay, there lies the problem. I don't think we're going to be going through each and every one verbatim because, damn. <laughs> Pick and choose which you are reading out. So, here we have the VG Pulse 292 discussion topic, loot boxes and microtransactions. Within the last month or so, the gaming community at large has started to rebel against the idea of having loot boxes and microtransactions injected into full-price AAA games. What do you think about this practice? Are loot boxes killing gaming? Do they provide unfair advantages to players willing to buy them? Are they manipulating and harming players with vulnerabilities to gambling? Let us know what you think. So, first in is Vic Manado. 
While it's easy to say that all loot boxes and microtransactions are bad, I do think it's more of a case-by-case -case basis thing. I think that they can be a legitimate business model, especially for developers starting out who are putting their games out for free, as an example. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're killing gaming, more that it's eating away at sections of it, as you mentioned AAA. The yeah, where I draw the line is when you're describing to pay to win. That is scummy and shows how much the developer cares about the player's enjoyment. The gambling psychology part is no doubt a factor, but I have no solution that isn't impressive besides raising awareness similar to actual gambling apps and sites. Very loaded subject, had to dramatically cut this down, and it's still longish. <laughs> uh, it's actually very much cut down from what other people have written, <laughs> which uh, we're not even at the longest one yet. So uh, <laughs> next up is Yotaro Vegeta. <sighs> Oh, 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 okay, first off, read the first line, Dark Ed. You're going to love this one. I sure hope that whoever put in a Tef filter is having a blast with it because I'm not. Funny then, you should say that. Funny you should say that. Look again. Yes, the... Uh, Look closer. The, the magical coding fairy may have paid us a visit. Hmm. Mysterious, that one. Very much so. <laughs> Remember those golden years when we first played Overwatch and getting new costumes and sprays were delightful? Yeah, not so much now. People think that it's got bad when it when big corporations like EA decided to put loot boxes in single player mode of games like Shadow of War. Nope. Where things went wrong is when people decided to stream the opening of 50 loot boxes or more. Yes, companies are getting greedy now. They're chasing a money trend. Do you blame them though? They're chasing a trend that we made successful. What they're doing with it? Some games like Star Wars Battlefront 2 have become pay to win is disastrous. But crack dealers Stand outside in a bad, in, stand outside in bad weather because a lot of crackheads want their fix. Uh, we do this all the time because we say we we do this all the time. We say EA sucks, but still buy their games. We also say loot boxes suck, but people will still participate in this practice, which is even worse than gambling. It is true. Very much so. Next in is bursting jaw. I have to say, loot boxes and microtransactions are a double-edged sword. While I have not yet bought any useless. Uh, bought any unless you believe buying gold WOT is a microtransaction. I was looking forward to getting the Shadow oh, of War Battlefield. World of Tanks, and no, it's not. Oh, World of Tanks, okay. Uh, I was looking but then again, World of Tanks is free to play, so again. That is true, yeah. Uh, That's I was a typical one, man. My God, can I speak, please? <laughs> uh, I was looking forward to getting Shadow of War Battlefront. I'm going to punch you in a minute. <laughs> I mean, Shadow of War, Battlefield, World War One, Call of Duty, World War Two, and Star Wars Battlefront Two. But when I heard you couldn't much, couldn't do much unless you bought loot boxes and get better stats, gear, and weapons, I halted on buying them. I will still get Shadow of War though, but I won't be doing any loot boxes. For I heard that if you buy them early on in the game, the loot in them will be obsolete when your character levels up. The other games I probably won't be getting them unless they cut back on the items you need to be a good or decent player. But that will never happen because companies will never go back to making less for a game if they can make more money from the consumer after buying their $60 games. Can I just say one thing before you scroll the page down, though? What's that? Um, the gif that is with Burst Angel's comment here, I, I know this show, but I can't place it for the life of me, and it's bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I want to say Salty Ray, but I think that might be wrong. It's an anime. I Kitty Grade? It might be Kitty Grade. I have no idea. I I I know I've seen the show. I just can't for the life of me Dude, place. Too much experts on the live chat. No. 
Okay, Millennium. This one's big. Are okay, you sure you okay. can handle this? <clears throat> Are you sure? I, I could take this one if nope. you really wanted to. Nope. You should have made him raid it out in bloody, his bloody cell since he left you a wall. <laughs> anyway, next up is Waltall oh, uh, saying y'all. that I have but one thing to say about loot boxes. Nuts. <laughs> yep. Next in well, this is... is the boss for you. Next in is Andros. Loot boxes are a tool for extracting even more money from a gamer after buying the game. Most of these companies already make millions from selling millions of copies of these games, but apparently that is not enough. The companies want more money. All right. Now here's the real one. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna, you should you know have what? had him pre-record this and stuck it in. <laughs> okay, so here's the fun part. It, it's like, imagine like uh, in, during a marathon where you get to that checkpoint and it's like oh here's a cup of water and you just throw it on the ground i'm gonna need that <laughs> at you least four times <laughs> i'm running out of iced tea too i don't know it was kind of weird uh my voice is starting to go already which is strange i can to me. tell yeah it's very bizarre if you want we could uh take turns on this one because mm. we actually did segment you know what actually you know what? i think segmented i think i'm gonna try something here we'll see how long it works for i'm gonna break it he said let, let's see, start okay zaldera comes in with a wall of text which is amazing by the way, but uh, he says, let me break down the topic by question by question. Just by question. Uh, look on the live chat. We love you, Zaldera. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So uh, I'm going to try this. Uh, I'm only going to read like the first line or so of each block of text and see if it makes sense as I keep going through. So he says, let me break it down question by question. Uh, what do you think about this practice? It's a travesty. Yep. The next question, are loot box killing demons? They have for me personally. <laughs> Uh, do they provide unfair advantages to players willing to buy them? Some of them do, but even if they don't provide any direct advantages, as Jim Sterling put it, they create this atmosphere where you see other players with the new shiny stuff and it makes you jealous and want the sh- new shiny stuff yourself. Yep. Uh, are they manipulating and harming players with vulnerabilities to gambling? Yes. See above. I personally probably spent more than I should have on microtransactions in some pre- free-to-play games that I've played Guilty in the past. Guilty of that. <laughs> I really have it myself. I think other in free to play games. You don't really play many free to plays though. World of Tanks. I think I spent like I think it was like twenty bucks on like a weekend pack or something, where it's like a weekend premium uh, player status thing and some gold or something like that. And I farted around in the game for a couple of days as the premium player. I think that's about the only thing I've ever, to my conscious thoughts, come forward as stuff I played on free to play games. But yeah, yeah, you don't you don't play the big MMOs like uh, a lot of us do, <laughs> right? And then to finish off Zeldera's awesome post, he says, "My apologies for the long rambling reply. TLDR: Loot boxes suck and make me sad. Not play video games." <laughs> That is the, definitely the truth. Uh, next in is Lord Armor Baron. When it comes to loot boxes, they should not be in full-price AAA games. Maybe free-to-play since they are free. Loot boxes make games unfair really quickly, like how in UFC you can buy better punches to go online and fight others in ranked matches. So imagine you are put in a match and the person who pays more cannot beat you in 30 seconds, while you just try to block anything coming at you since you decided not to pay. Mostly, the free-to-play games push loot boxes and are built to have a plateau effect in which they want you to pay more and spend hundreds of hours to get to the next stage or stop play. I would not want games like The Witcher, Final Fantasy, Uncharted, and others to start putting loot boxes in all games. It's true. It is true. Free-to-play, yeah. (laughs) It's free. Exactly. They're forking out for the service. 
Yeah, we can discuss our thoughts on this afterwards, but I think that is definitely the the dividing factor between when it's okay and when it's not. Yeah, definitely. But anyway. Moving on. Next up is that anime guy coming in with, I wouldn't say that loot boxes or microtransactions are, quote, killing gaming as a whole. It's just killing my drive to play games. I think this top... I think this topic is an extension of the trend of games having basically necessary pieces of a story and game play to be DLCs rather than putting out the whole game. Video game companies are facing the same problem that Hollywood faces. They, they've made it too fucking expensive to create content. Developers feel that they have to milk every cent out of a game and loot boxes and microtransactions are a piece of a developers trying to do that. That's actually an interesting good point though. But then again, my counter to that would be games like Factorio. Exactly. Or we'll get there, Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh yeah, that is a prime example. Uh, as to why, you know, it doesn't have to be the most expensive game of all time. Exactly. But then again, there's we'll get in hopefully I'll remember it, but Grand Theft Auto kind of puts a, a, a fork into that, you know, argument altogether mm-hmm. because it, it was and it made tons of money. Maybe because they don't come out with it every single year. <laughs> I know. Maybe. Mm. Moving on. Moving on. Next in is Valorith. Unfortunately, that anime guy, the information seems to point towards a different scenario in general. In reality, most companies are, for most companies, the prices of R&D production and general marketing have either remained the same or have gone down sometimes faster than the inflation has increased. Uh, he provides a YouTube link. Uh, no microtransactions and loot boxes in AAA gaming are pure adverse. They are making record profits even before these additions. Still, um, though, there is a point to be made that they're just mindlessly making stuff more expensive for the sake of making it more expensive. Yep. And now we have a conversation, so. Yeah. A uh, conversation between that anime guy and Valorith. I don't know if we need to go over the extent of it. All right. Yeah, that was a really awesome discussion. That was really, really awesome. I'm so proud of everyone who replied. This is the best form we've had in months, and I could not be happier about that. Let's try to keep that up. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, our thoughts on microtransactions, I think it's pretty much treading, you know, the same space we've done, been so for the long t- longest time now, yeah. especially through this uh, forum topic. It's that mm-hmm. free-to-play games, I don't care. I really exactly. don't care. It's, that's the model. Mm-hmm. The problem was is that the EAs of the world took <laughs> that and put it into a game that you've already paid $60 for. Exactly, and that's where the dividing line is, I feel like. You know, and, and again, another good point to bring up is that it only becomes gambling when, like, I forget who brought it up, but the people that made it into the business of opening 50 loot boxes mm-hmm. on stream, yeah. as that's your whole stream. Yeah. That's when it becomes gambling. It's If you just do it every once in a while, it's probably not the worst thing that's ever happened. But then again, I wouldn't, especially on a game that I've, you know, paid money for. Yeah, and like we were saying before, a game doesn't have to be expensive in order to be good. Factorio. Factorio is a $20 game that we put probably over 500 hours in. Yeah. Oh, God, Lord. I'm over 700 at this point. Are you? My God. <laughs> and then the uh, the game we're going to be talking about in a few minutes, Doki Doki Literature Club, is a free game on Steam and is probably one of the best games I've played in many years. Yeah, it's definitely a game for impact. Oh, yes. Much is impact. Are you on top of the forums? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Game for impact. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Yep. Don't worry. We will cross that bridge. Oh, yeah. 
And I don't believe there's much else to be said about that uh, topic. So uh, the next time we're going to be doing a forum topic, probably sometime in – well, obviously in January. There's no more shows. Yep. Uh, probably late January or so is when we'll go over it. Maybe I try to do every other show unless something extreme happens. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. But, yeah, every other show. So we'll probably be in the middle of January by the time we go over whatever the next topic is, which is going to be what exactly? We were deciding. We were we talking a about a couple ideas. different ideas, yeah. yeah. We weren't sure what – do we want another serious one back-to-back as we go over the holiday break, or do we want to make something uh, fun and lighthearted over the holiday break? Yeah, let's try to go more for a fun one because, you know, it is the holiday season, and we all have enough serious things going on anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 has been an exhaustion. I don't know about if anyone else feels that way, but uh, 2018, I almost don't even want to challenge it to live up to that. (laughs) I I, I have a feeling it probably will anyways. Zaldera, what have you got for us? Ooh, Zaldera's got an idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's a fun one or not. Uh, That's too close to the truth. Yeah, I knew you were too. Yep. Uh, You had a couple of ideas for a fun topic? Uh, well, my idea was the net neutrality one, but we said we don't want to go serious on yeah. this, so, I don't know. Brainstorm session. Everybody go. <laughs> well, you know, the holidays are coming up. It's literally, like, what, four days from four now. Four days from now is Christmas. Yeah, so, uh, just, I don't know. Uh, something to do with holiday gaming rituals. Uh, do you have any holiday gaming traditions? Uh... Sure, we can do that. Something to the effect thereof? Yeah. Or, you know, or if you want to, you know, like, what is your holiday... Uh... Or, like, what is your favorite holiday memory in regards to gaming or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 we could do that. Yeah, because I know what mine is. It was the one that pissed you off when we were kids. <laughs> Which Remember one was when, uh, I when I got the N64? Well, that was your birthday. That wasn't... Was that birthday? Yeah, that was your remember. birthday. Yeah, that was your birthday, not I Christmas. Remember. I thought that was Christmas for some reason. But I remember it pissed you off. <laughs> Well, I asked for it four months earlier on my birthday, or yeah. you know, five, six months earlier on my birthday, and it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, it was too expensive. And then six months later, it dropped. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I remember that. Uh, you just told me six months ago it's too expensive. Uh, yes. But yeah, that was your birthday. That was October. I don't know if, they, if you squint hard enough if the three-month gap counts or not. Well, according to the commercials on TV, it does. <laughs> But they didn't count back then, though. That was I know. Uh, Nowadays, you start seeing Christmas commercials like just after Halloween. Not even before Halloween. Before Are you Halloween, kidding me? Yeah. yeah. So you know what? I like the idea of this form. We're gonna have to iron it out, but it's something yeah. to the effect thereof of you know, uh, favorite holiday, holiday gaming. memories in regards to gaming is gonna be holiday the gaming memories of some sort. Yeah, we'll be the baseline. I'll uh, I'll try to figure it out after the fact and try to come up with something concrete. So look forward to that. I you know I like the way that turned out. That was actually pretty good. Mm. All right. So, is there anything else? Uh, don't think so. Don't think so. All righty then. So it's now time to head off to Just Monica. Just Monica. It is now time for the review. Yes. We're going to be doing a joint review of an interesting game that just came onto our radar about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. just after the last show. Yep. I remember seeing a lot of people that I follow on YouTube play. I've seen it pop up here and there, but I never really looked into it. And I don't even really remember what got me to look into it in the first place. I think maybe you might have said something. Yeah, you might have mentioned I was, something. No, what it was was I was watching the Game Grumps' playthrough of it, and I said, you have to see this game. Yeah, and I remember you were like, uh, you know, we don't really like visual novels. I'm like, no, you have to see this game. Yes. <laughs> so, long story short, this is going to be an, uh, an interesting review because of how we're going to have to structure it. Because 
we're going to there's a spoiler free section. We're in that now. Yep. And there's going to be a point where we say spoiler warning and I'm going to probably cut in after the fact and give you a time of uh timestamps themselves don't seem to work because sometimes uh vent- it's not Ventrilo. What the hell is it? It's Libsyn, the pro- podcasting service sometimes drops an add in so it might offset the timestamp mm-hmm. that I give you so it might be wonky and weird. So I'm going to cut in after the fact while I'm editing uh, the exact uh time number of minutes you have to skip forward in order to miss the spoiler section so for anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled at all uh because there is a critical point about halfway into the game that we're talking about where um there's a hard left turn oh yes <laughs> and that is a spoiler territory and it's like it it kind of ruins the surprise but at the same token you can't really talk about the game other than going into it. So we're not going to go through like a <coughs> Persona 5 rewind and go A, B, C, D, E, and F, even though we've seen like 10 plus people do a playthrough of it at this point in time. Yeah. We've gone through it both ourselves. We've seen enough playthroughs that we're fairly well versed on the game. And then there's a couple of game theories uh, on it as well from Matt Pat that did. Uh, there's two of them. That, oh, uh, he nailed it with this one, I think. We'll get there. Yeah. But it's... Uh, it's a very interesting game that is very easy to overlook. Yes. So what are we talking about? We are talking about Doki Doki Literature Club. Yes, a free game that is on Steam. Yeah, free on Steam, developed and published by Team Salvato. And just for the record, your computer, in order to run this game, needs to be about as powerful as the chip that's currently controlling your toaster right yep. about now so uh it's it's not a very it's not it's a very light whatsoever game. it is is very light very accessible mm. on uh just about every you know aspect of it it's there's not a lot of even so much so animations even it's mm-hmm. it does a lot with very little so there's that it is a anime-esque style visual novel dating sim type of game that uh you know, it, it, you look at it, and it would you would it wouldn't expect much of it. Like I said, it's very easy to overlook, and a lot of people are. Yeah. What I wouldn't consider spoiler warnings is stuff that happens in the first hour or so of the game, and mm-hmm. also anything that is publicly available, like say the Steam page itself. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of interesting notes of this game that it's just. Get that like some dark foreshadowing that it's like something else is going on, but you're not quite sure what's going on. There's a lot of warnings there are. In, when you start when you first look at the Steam page, mm-hmm. and then there's like popular user defined tags. The first one is psychological horror, yeah. and then visual novel, anime, cute, and it yeah, keeps on going. Yeah, let me just read the uh, the little blurb yes. under the uh, the picture on yes, Steam right now. The actual warning that pops up when you start the game. This will sum it up pretty nicely. Uh, the Literature Club is full of cute girls. Will you write your way into their heart? This game is not suitable for children or those who are easily disturbed. So, that, like, again, it's Do like... Do not take that lightly. And it's just, like, a lot of the warnings, it's very easy to, like, oh, you know, anime and how fan servicey some animes can get. Yeah, The no. warnings are not there because of any fan servicey points. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, it's quite tame in that perspective. It really is, yeah. But it can be really, I don't know, miss construed as maybe that's what they're getting for or i no no do not take the warnings this game gives you lightly so <laughs> it, it plays itself as a normal visual novel dating sim so there's four characters plus your main character mm-hmm. which the main character is uh, how would you describe the main character uh dickish dickish asshole yes very, uh, very much so i mean it's rough 
Fallon, I don't know if there's a Fallon, yeah, I don't know one. if there's a story in that or what the. I would be interesting, you know, if I actually had got a chance to talk with Dan Salvato, I, I would really, I would really that. actually ask him about what's the what was the you know idea behind making the main character the way he is. Because mm-hmm. my God, he is an asshole. It's a very very distinct uh, sensation you get. But anyway, uh, then there's four other main characters, the four girls of the literature club. Do you mm-hmm. want to go through the four of them? Sure. First one you meet off the bat is your childhood friend, Sayori. She is very happy and bouncy, very energetic. Kind of comes off as an airhead. Kind of comes off as an airhead a little bit. Uh, She's the one who introduces you to the rest of the literature club, which she is the vice president president of. Yeah. Yep. And then the the other four members of the club are Natsuki, the youngest member. Presumably, we don't actually know what her age is, but (coughs) presumably the youngest member. She's... uh, (coughs) How would you describe Natsuki? Uh, Angry. Pissy? Pissy. Sundere. Sundere. To a T. <laughs> Flat-chested. Very. Pink uh, hair. Pink hair. Because, very... of course, that's the way they always are. That Sundere's pink hair are always... and pink eyes. <laughs> pink hair and flat chests are always the angry Sundere's. I don't yep. understand what the... I don't <laughs> really get the character is. type at all. I don't. Yeah. And then uh, there is Yuri, who I believe is the oldest member of the club. She is the one with the long purple hair. Um... I almost want to say somewhat goth, but that's painting her in a wrong light. She's not like I wouldn't goth, consider it would goth say. in any way, shape, or she form. She's kind of she's the one who's shy, into dark things. Though. Reserved, easily embarrassed. Yeah, shy, reserved, easily embarrassed. Uh, she is into like horror books, and that's what she primarily talks about. Oh yeah, about. Natsuki is the, the pink-haired ones in the manga and anime. In the manga and anime, and she always uh, tries to like, start arguments about how manga is literature. Yeah, which uh, I don't know. Talk to manga posts about that one. I yep. don't read manga. And uh, then the final member of the club is the club president, Monica, who is interesting. An interesting character. Uh, very outgoing, very outspoken. Very, definitely, uh, uh, she's described as being very confident, very forward, yes. very commanding in a way. Even though she herself says, you know, I'm not always confident. I just have to sound that way because of, you know, the position that I'm in sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. So those are your main cast. Um pretty standard stuff everyone kind of sticks to their you know assigned archetype if you will you know the uh the sundari the kind of shy reserved one then you know the one everyone kind of looks up to sort of thing mm. so that's the angles that you're presented with and, anyway, and again it's like it, it, you look at the steam page and a lot of people that talk about this game are like and this is where it's kind of hard to be a non-spoiler thing and yet be uh to accurately describe the game because at the same time everybody like you look at the steam page it has, in the three months it's been out, it was released on Steam on September 22nd, 2017. Uh, it was it, it currently sits at 44,563 positive reviews. Yes. Not all positive, but reviews. And overwhelmingly positive at a 97%. Overwhelmingly positive on both all reviews and recent reviews. Yeah, it, it is. It, I believe it is the highest rated game on Steam in 2017. I believe so, Period. Yes. So... That should give you a hint that there's more going on here. Yes, there definitely is. And it, it also goes further the fact that there's enough things that poke out that let you know that something more is going on, but you're not quite sure what. Yeah, this game has a habit of, like, 
dropping something really quickly and then very quickly moving away. Moving from on, it. but it, it, the thing it drops isn't even all that alarming or like it, it's on very its subtle. Own, yeah, yeah it, it, but until you play the game again, yeah, that's when all of a sudden a lot of things start to come into focus. Another thing I'll say is that a lot of the reviews you read, there's two types of reviews. There's positive, where everyone says this is one of the best games they've ever played, or there's the people that give it a negative review, which you look at the negative reviews. Well, let me find them right here. Review type negative. There's 990 negative reviews and 43,573 positive. Mm -hmm. So 990, everyone, 99% of them you look at and it's like some of them are actually over the two hour mark, but a lot of them are at around the one to two hour marks yep. that I've seen. Some recent ones are actually over. And it's funny, too, because a handful of the reviews are like, you know, I don't understand why everyone's raving about this. But there's others that you read through and it's like uh, they're giving it a negative review because it's like, oh, my God, this game is too much for me sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like it's a little bit. <coughs> yeah, there's actually regard. a lot of spoilers in, down in the reviews in the, the Steam. Reviews, yeah, uh, a lot of the negative reviews are like, oh, my God, you know, I can't cope with this. Because uh, that's even though they were warned. Yeah, even yeah, though they were warned, warned many yeah. times. It's sorry. So it's like the, there's enough going on that is like mm. let you know. But the problem is, is that one of the d negatives I'll say for this game is that it takes its sweet. It's both a negative and a necessary thing at the same time. But it takes its sweet time getting to the point. Yeah, the uh, I believe it's four in-game days pass before you really see what's the going day of on. the festival. It's the day of the festival that. All of a sudden, everything flips on its head. It's the day of the festival. It's like, about, depending on how fast or slow you go through the game, is it yeah. around two to two and a half hours or so. Yep. And I don't believe there's much else we can really say in a non-spoiler thing, other than to say that this game is outstanding and it's free. You, It'll take, like, four to six hours is the total game, depending on how fast or slow you go through mm -hmm. it. Yep. Uh, and have your Steam folder open at the same time. Yeah, have your Steam files open while you're playing this. Pro tip. Uh, this game is free, though. This game is absolutely worth your time. Yes, four to six hours. Even total. if you don't like visual novels, like we have, we are not into visual novels. Like, I'm really not I've either. Never, I've never played a visual novel before. Like, I'm not really into that genre. I've always really liked and wanted more anime-esque games. Yeah. Like say Persona, Persona is the easiest yeah. one to pick off the top. Well, there been a few. An anime-esque game is different from like a visual novel. Right, but here's the thing. I know the visual novels are typically yeah. an anime-esque style. Mm -hmm. The thing that's always killed me about visual novels and dating sims is that it's and this game is no different it's all still frames and they, they every once in a while the characters will change poses and yeah, sometimes yeah. it'll just go to a black screen or there's not a lot of movement on screen it's just yeah. like and sometimes they're talking mm -hmm. about something that's going on and you're looking at a static image and it's just yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. i can never really get into those and that's the reason why this game is special though you have to experience this yeah strong thumbs up on us strong strong uh, we would tell you to buy it buy now, now but, but Download it now. Here's the thing. You can go to the actual uh, – apparently there is a, uh, a store that you can – or you can buy the, the Doki Doki Literature Club fan pack. It's like 10 bucks for posters and or screenshots yeah, like or whatever. Yeah, posters, soundtrack, um, uh, stuff like that is in the fan pack. Or you can download and donate money if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's an HEO store that allows you to pay whatever you want for it. If you wanted to do that, if you, you can do that. If you wanted to support the developers. Uh, if you do it off of Steam, it's free nonetheless. Yeah, this game is absolutely worth your time, though. Mm. Even if you're not big into visual novels, just trust us on this. This game is 
absolutely worth And again, we, we, we we're just kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but the rating is a buy it now, even though it's free. Download it now. <laughs> Download it now. There we go. So I will now slot in the spoiler warnings for those who don't want to be spoiled and can skip <laughs> ahead however many minutes it is. 14 minutes, 35 seconds. We are now into spoiler territory. Yes. While we are not going over the exacting, you know, one, two, three of everything that happens, we are talking about something that happens roughly two to two and a half hours into the game. So up until about two, two and a half hours in the game, it's pretty much generic, you know, visual novel, dating sim, so on and so forth to the nines and to an extent that forces a lot of people to make fun of the characters mercilessly. Yes. Which then kind of flips on its head when all of a sudden Sayori, your best friend character, comes to a point where she she has a conversation where she left the club early on Friday. She wasn't feeling well. She went home. And then one of the other girls was coming over to your house and it's like, oh, we're going to have to, you know, like maybe give her a heads up. Probably a good idea. You know, see how she's doing and what have yeah, you. And yeah. that's when you have this conversation where she's like, I've had really bad depression my entire life. Hmm. And that's when it really starts to turn, but then they swerve it back with the events that transpire with whichever mm -hmm. girl you have at your um, yep. house that day. Either Yuri or Natsuki. Yeah, Yuri or Natsuki. And then afterwards, there's a confrontation out in the front of the house. The confrontation might be a bit extreme. Sayori just, she's like, and she's, and during this, where she's talking about her depression, it's like red flags are popping off, red, red right and center. Like, if you, if I heard somebody speak like this, I'd be freaking out exactly where she's yeah, the way they i actually will give team Savano makes a process the way they write sayori's depression the way she talks about it is like frighteningly accurate to how it really mm. is and it's not just you think a lot of people are saying this yeah it is like really really frighteningly on point to how it really goes yeah and um it's at this point in time where she's like, well, my imagination was being really mean to me. And she was talking like, oh, I, I don't even know why I bother getting out of bed or, you know, why I bother eating or why yeah. I bother doing anything. And it's mm -hmm. just it's like, oh, what? like, first off, where are the parents during this? I don't know. That's one thing that's never established during this yeah. game. There's only five characters and the yep. main character doesn't really do much. Mm -hmm. uh, but either way, that happens. She's like, OK, well, we'll see you. In, you know, there's a choice to whether you say I love you or you're my dearest friend. Yep. The next day, it's like, oh, time for the festival, day of the festival. You go there, and that's when a couple other instances that we're not going to spoil happen. But there's a poem that is read that we didn't even really go into the mechanics of the game. Itself, no, we didn't. That's fine. It's fine. The um, There's a poem that you read that you didn't recognize from Sayori, where it's it's just like the first whole block of text is, it just repeats over and over again, where it says, get out of my head, get out of my head, get out of my head, get out of my head. Yeah. And it's just like the reaction of streamers <laughs> when they read this. Is priceless. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> they know. Oh, no. Oh, it's like, oh, it's the freakish, most freakish thing you've ever seen. It really is. Um, And we're before this, where Monica leaves this comment about, oh, well, you kind of just left her hanging this morning, you know, after your big discussion the other day. And it's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And it's like, and then you read this, get on my head. And it's, and it's like this long poem about how uh, get on my head before I... Before do what she I do what's me. best for you. Yeah, get yeah. out of my head before I do what she told me to do. And it's like, get out of my head oh. before I, I, I find out how much I love you or something like that. It's yeah, like, yeah. And this is, poem is never really finished. It just stops moving. It's just like, it's the freakiest thing you've ever read. Yeah, the music during this is great too because it's like slightly off key. Yeah, yeah. Like it, just pitch, enough, like it's still, it's still like, you know, the same kind of music that's always been there, but it's just off just enough that it's very unsettling very all of much a sudden. So. 
Uh, this game is a slow burn, and it is a It's a slow subtle. burn until it gets to this point, and then it just ramps it up You've to 100 miles an hour. You've never seen the train backflip off the ramps, because at this point in time, the main character finally decides, I'm going to go back and get Sayori out of bed, because she never came to school that morning. And she's like, yep. he made a comment about it, and it's like, wow, dick, really? Like, I know. After the conversation, he's like, oh, wow, I feel really bad after, you know, it's like, okay. He goes back, goes to her house, which they're next-door neighbors, mm-hmm. and goes into her room, knocks on her room, and it's this long, tense scene where it's just black as... And he's like, I got to enter a bedroom. Isn't this a breach of privacy? Yada, yada. Opens the door to find that. We're in spoiler section, so I don't want to hear anyone complaining about this. Uh, Sayori hung herself. Yep. And uh, it's this creepiest music you've ever heard. It's really. It's like the only thing that really comes to my mind when hearing this music is like creepy dollhouse music mm. is yeah, very the best so. way I can describe it. And it, it starts to, the game starts to freak out. It kind of like visually glitches itself out, and then it's like. Behind Sarah Ellison, it says an exception has occurred. Uh, see traceback file line three hundred seven. See traceback txt for details. And it's like, excuse me, what? What? <laughs> and you look into your Steam folder apps, and then you find that there's a PNG image called Happy Thoughts with the vowels removed with X's. Um, you open that up, and it's um, a treat. A treat. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then there's a traceback.txt details that say some more stuff where it's like, oh, no, I didn't break the game, did I? Hold on a second. Let me try this. Well, she's the one making it difficult. Maybe I should just delete her. Yeah. It's like, and what? then you go into the character folders. There's a character folders where a bunch of files that say it's like four files where the character's name's .chr, which aren't real files. Yeah. And uh, Sayori's character file is actually missing at that point. Yes, because it was the game actually took it out. If you were watching it, you could see it pop out. Yep. And here's the thing: you, if you go to the end of this sequence where the main character is like all freaking out and you know about to vomit and what have you, and it says never, 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 and it just flips to a black screen, says end, and then the game starts to replay the menu music again. Yeah, it brings you back to the menu, but things are a little different now. Yeah, all of a sudden things start to visually glitch itself out. Where, Ma- where excuse me, where uh, Sayori was standing, it she's all of a sudden her character image is glitched over with the images amalgamated of the other, the three, other three girls. Yeah, and it's like you try to load your game files. It loads and it says, "Oh, Sayori.chr is missing. Starting a new game." And it's like. What? Huh? Yep. <laughs> you start so there's a new game. People try to load their game up after this point, realize, oh wait, my save files have been deleted. Yep. <laughs> and then weird things start to occur. And now we're on to phase two. <laughs> and this is the point where a lot of people are confused by this point. Some people are lost and not really sure what to think of at this point. Um, poor Ethan, his his computer know, legitimately uh, blue screened during this section, and it was, it was uh, like Ethan from Crank Gameplays. Yeah, from Mark's friend, Markiplier's friend. Yeah, the one with the blue hair and uh, little blue had. boy. Had blue hair, not had blue hair. Yeah, the uh, his computer actually blue screened this again. He was freaked out because that and everything else that was going on, totally unrelated. But yeah, yeah, you know, the game will glitch itself out and visually kind of you know and, and weird things will start happening. And it's like it's the same thing you're going through all over again, but it's off. Something's yeah. weird and different. The music a is lot. a little bit detuned. The characters certain areas aren't are detuned. acting quite right. Yeah, the and characters like visually glitching and out at certain points. Yeah, there's certain text that is some of it is the same, some of it is different. Some a lot of, of what is, is said uh, is said again, but all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, there's the, the conversation you had with Yuri about how she likes horror books. All of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, it starts to a lot of things start popping out at you. There's so many vivid details mm-hmm. that are really coming out. That's like. Everything is just, like I said, just slightly six degrees off center. Yep. And, and uh, it goes off the rails from there. 
Yeah, some of the characters have moments where they'll be speaking and then like you'll be like, oh, I've already read this, or I've already read this. And all of a sudden, they'll come to a point where they'll say something that is white text outlined in black that'll be like way darker than what they would normally say at that point. Yeah, and things start to get slowly fall down the mountain because the train already backflipped off the rails Yep. <laughs> as it comes tumbling down the mountain. Uh, this is a horror game. This is full-on psychological and horror. And it is probably the most disturbing video game I think I may have ever played. Like, the only Same other here. stuff that I can come close to is, like, the dark aspect of, like, say, Valkyria Chronicles when they mm -hmm. started talking about uh, concentration camps. Yeah. Like, that's about the closest I think I've come to consciously. Uh, I've never played in some of the other darker, weirder games. That yeah, the only other one that I played on that internet. is uh, similar in the way that it presents itself is uh, Franbo. But the problem is that Franbo relied very heavily on gore, yeah. whereas this it game does, not, does not. This game just relies on being six degrees off center and making you feel very uncomfortable about what's going on like without said, actually like really like for a while at least going to extremely dark places. Yeah, the um, like for the longest time you'll just be sat there going, "What is happening?" Yeah, yeah. The first two hours feels like a waste of time, like it's a generic visual yep. and then it just flies off the rails. Yep. Uh, if you hit that s scene with Sayori where she's hanging from the ceiling, some people remember that Monica had that line about, "Oh, you left her hanging this morning." <laughs> yep. And it's just like, "Ooh, yeah." <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So it, it, a lot of people are super suspicious at that point, and you're pointing out you're hyper-analyzing everything. Mm -hmm. It's Like I said, it's a lot of it is the, a repeat, but there's just some of it is six degrees off-center where it just – it's definitely uh, one of the best slow-burn horror experience, horror thrillers that I've seen Ever. in a long while. Yeah. Uh, play the game through to the end. It is amazing. It is absolutely one of the best games I've played in a very, very long time. Because, and here's another thing: I don't want to really give up too much away, but after you played it, the the ending is one of the strongest endings I've seen in a video game. Mm. Also, has one of the catchiest songs I've ever oh, heard in a it's, video game. Yes, it's so good. It's just, it's, it is an experience. It is. Absolutely. And here's the thing: after you play it, then watch the two game theories from um, from Matt Pat from Matt Pat, and also do what we did and watch like 15 other people stream the game and <laughs> shit their pants. Oh, yeah. Everyone's reactions to Sayori is special. Because, like, yeah. some people, like, full-on freak out, whereas others are like, oh, my God, no. Like, they already see it coming. <laughs> whereas some others have, like, you know, just kind of staring for a while. Yeah. It's really we... fascinating to see how different people yeah. react and here's to the thing. that. Out of all the ones we've watched, only one person picked up that the, the you're hanging comment before it happened. Before it happened, It was yeah. uh, Jericho. Yep. Uh, Tucker was... Mm -hmm. uh, he picked up as he was going to Saratoga. He's like, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God. And he, he clicked. Everyone else is usually after the fact. Mm -hmm. But he clicked as he was going there. Yep. We've seen a lot of different people. And the reaction is just, it's just special. It is. Matt Pat really did a good. stream of it. There's uh, a bunch of people. Yeah, PewDiePie. We've, we've, we've seen uh, Matt Pat's playthrough. We've seen PewDiePie's. We've seen Jacksepticeye. Uh, crank gameplays were partially through. Because he hasn't he, uploaded he hasn't it uploaded all. Anymore, Jericho. Jericho, we've and seen. And the Game Grumps. Game Grumps. Oh, my God. Game Grumps. As we're recording this right now, tomorrow's episode of Game Grumps. On the is, 22nd, Friday the Is the day 22nd. that Danny is going to be scarred for life because he is truly oh, yeah, that's not the thing, ready for Aaron this. Oh, yeah, Aaron knows. Danny does not. Danny has no earthly idea what's about to happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's special. It is. 
And again, like I said, after you're done with the game, then watch the two game theories, and then you realize there's a lot more going on. Yeah. The, Other uh... than while it's not confirmed in any official capacity, this might be another PT. This, I believe, is absolutely going to be a PT because you can go down the rabbit hole with some of the things in this game. It's some of the things that are hidden in the files that points to the fact that Team Salvato is releasing another game next year that is going to have these characters in a completely different setting. Yeah. It's just, it's really, spe it's something special. It really is something good. Yeah, the, uh, we can never do it justice. Go watch Matt Pat's videos on it. This game has, it. this game has like 30 levels of inception going on where it's like, how did people ever find this? I know, it's is pretty beyond good. me. And like I said, it's an amazing game. Four to six hours, depending on how slow or fast you play through it. The first two or so hours is going to be generic visual novel, and then the rails, off the rails you will go. Yeah. And once it starts, uh, once it hits that point, <coughs> things happen very quickly. Hmm. Yeah. And again, like I said, strongest ending we've seen in a video game in a Absolutely. very long time. It's. Uh, I think the last time I saw an ending this strong was Portal 2. Yep. Was the, the last uh, time I saw an ending this strong. Yeah, the writing in this game is fantastic. The programming is ge absolutely genius, beyond genius. And another thing I would love to point out is that the, most of this game was done by one man. Yeah, Dan, Dan Silvato. Dan Silvato did the writing, the music, and the programming. And then he had, I think, two artists and a uh, and a singer. And a couple of people couple come in, of, uh, uh, probably game testers. Probably game testers, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, Scott, uh, it was probably, uh, Dan Silvato was probably asking Scott Cawthon to hold his beer while he made <laughs> this know, game. I know, right? Because, I mean, fucking A. Oh, God. It's so good. It is really good. I don't know if there's really much else we can go into without going deeper down the rabbit hole and spoiling further. Oh, you could go very deep down the rabbit hole with this game. I'm, um, I'm very excited to see what Team Salvato does next. Oh, because it's definitely getting a definite purchase from us. Absolutely, 100%. I think it's not. we're not the only ones, too. And again, highest rated game on Steam for 2017 is free. Is free. And uh, I can only imagine people who are genuine, like, fans of visual, visual novel dating sim type games who when this came out just played it thinking oh here's a free you know i'll just jigger my way through this and all of a sudden they just got the carpet ripped out from under them <laughs> with no warning whatsoever yep. yep i can only imagine that that is unreal because i knew coming up when i was when i first heard it from dark out here that i knew okay something goes off the rails hard and i'm like okay yeah because it was the uh, i was watching the game comes play through of it and like i said to you i'm like we don't normally watch visual novels. You need to see this. And I think that's the point where you were like, okay, there's more to this. And I remember seeing like a bunch of people on my YouTube playlist. Like, I've seen it pop up enough mm -hmm. places where I'm like, okay. And then yeah. you realize like the some of the characters have uh, Twitter accounts, real world Twitter, Twitter accounts. Yeah, it's Monica and Yuri both have Twitter accounts. It's uh, Little Monix 3, I think is Monica. Monica and, and then, then Yuri is Yuri... Uh, Doki, Doki underscore Yuri, Yuri or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I believe that's what it is. <coughs> and, uh, but yeah, the game is free. Uh, they do have a merch store where you can support them that way or you can uh, go to their Ixio page and support them, you know, by paying however you want. Yeah, which, I you know, I don't even know. Could be, that would be an interesting thing to find out is how much they've actually been making on this yeah. game because... I would love to buy some merch from them. They have a lot of really nice posters up for sale. Yeah, I know. They have a really good merch. Yeah. The merch is strong with this one. Yeah, they have posters, keychains, and uh, other such things. Other such things, yes. Yeah. 
And it's funny, too, because, you know, it's the same kind of thing that the game itself presents. Like, the first page of the merch store is all really cute stuff. Except for one. Except for one. One is a little bit odd. And then you go to the second page of the merch store down near the bottom, and there's a lot of really creepy stuff. So, yeah. I actually really want that Suki's poster. I don't know why, but it's so cool looking. You put that on your wall, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, and that's going to be staring at you. You really think that's going to be a good idea? I know, right? Yeah, I think that Suki's got the creepiest poster of all of them. You can't just do one of them, though. I know, you need all th- all four of them. But yeah, that's, I believe, all we need to say about that. I don't think there's uh, really much else to go over that. I probably cut people back in uh, off of the spoiler section somewhere in the middle of that tangent about the, um, you know, the merch store. But yeah, again, download it now. There's no excuse. It's free. It's free. It's an experience. It's it will, an experience you, it will once stay again. with you. Even if you're not really into visual novels, this game is worth your time. Just take our word for it. Try it out. This game is amazing, and I would love to spread the word about it because these developers, or this developer, this one guy who made this game. I think Team Selvato is actually more than just this one guy, but this one guy did do Doki Doki Literature Club yeah, as I like don't a know. pre. It's like is like a. a, a an Easter egg for his for their upcoming game. Maybe I don't know. It's unclear about how many people are actually in Team. <laughs> It'll be Auto, interesting but... to see what they come out with because I guarantee it's going to get a lot of attention. Yeah, regardless of how many people are in Team Auto, they deserve every bit of support that they could possibly get. This game is amazing, and just go play it. Yeah. So final rating is just Monica. Just Monica. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Okay, final thoughts. Yay. Who's got what? Uh, Kittens. Kittens. Tacos? Tacos, probably. Yes. I made tacos before the show. We mm. had them before the show, and we're probably going to have more after the show. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think there's really a lot going on for final thoughts other than next week is the holiday. Okay, so uh, I don't know when this show is going to post it, because it might be very early Saturday morning or it might be tonight. I don't know because I have overtime tomorrow. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I might be able to get out of it. I have no idea. I haven't even called the the call in line to see if I'm off tomorrow. Of course, it's a snowstorm tomorrow, so that's just going to make that more exciting to drive all the way into work to be told, hey, do you want to go home? Yep. <laughs> in which case, I'll be like, yeah, and then I'll drive all the way back in five to eight inches. Yep. Good times. I don't think there's much else going on since when this post, it might be Friday, it might be Saturday morning, early a.m., it might be tonight, probably not. Mm. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, I don't think there's really all that going on for final thoughts other than we need to get back to some anime. We started watching Amagi Brilliant Park. Yes. Which I like that show. It's Roller Coaster Tycoon, the anime. <laughs> it is. Uh, you were you, you, three I'm episodes lukewarm in your, on the characters. lukewarm right now. All right. I like the premise of it. I'm not keen on the characters right now. Yes. A lot of the characters are very either annoying or just dry. Yeah. Uh, well, well Molfel or whatever the hell you pronounce his name is annoying. Oh, yeah. He's a jackass. The, 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 the mascot. Mouse. The mascot character dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand why you don't like him. I don't think he gets any better, to be honest with you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But it's yeah. not lost on him. I, I do enjoy the series myself, though. Uh, I believe I myself have been watching uh, the English dub of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? I believe <laughs> is the full name of it. And uh, that's good. I like that dub. That show is special. No, I'm surprised. Uh, just kind of like ReZero, I'm surprised that hasn't gotten a second season based on, you know, the popularity of one of the characters. Right. Who knows? Mm. 
and I don't think there's really we unlike the the last three or two or three week burst where we had a hundred animes we watched. This one I don't <laughs> believe we've watched a whole lot we've of. We've been watching anything. a lot of Doki Doki Literature. Yeah, Club. that's what we've been doing. That's we've what been we've been doing a lot of you know, and a lot of the playing places. a lot of Factorio. And then there's Factorio and there's in that Factorio mix as well. Yeah. So there goes a lot of the time right there. Yep, those two things combined. <laughs> Yeah, there. That's where all the hours go. Yeah. Mm, okay then. So yeah, Factorio is amazing. That point sixteen update is interesting though. <coughs> okay. Uh, just earlier today they dropped. Like, first off, the developer of Factorio is an animal. Like they need to take a day off or two. Maybe I don't know. They updated the game twice on Sunday. And it's like every day. They like last Wednesdays when they dropped point sixteen, and it was like. Wednesday afternoon there was a first patch and then the second patch was Thursday and then Friday and Saturday and two on Sunday and then they just did one today after maybe taking two days off. They're probably know. finding critical errors which they're just patching out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah there's a lot of bug fixes. fixes at this point. But today's patch of point sixteen point seven, seven. Uh, they took out the functionality of having the fluid tankers having three individual compartments and now it's just one big fluid tanker and it's like Really? You're killing me. That's I, I've used I used that functionality with the three separate compartments to the So they put something stupid in. Yeah, that is really, really weird that they did that. Because yeah, what I always did was I'd have, when I went to do nuclear uh, outposts for mining uranium, you need sulfuric acid, and I would have one full, full 25,000 units of sulfuric and two empty containers. When the patch was mined out, I would then pump the on-site sulfuric acid into the two empty tanks and then, you know, take it with me onto the next, you know, next area without wasting any resources. Yeah. And now it's like, am I going to have to, like, drag an empty container off the whole time? Like, it's just, I don't know how I'm going to have to do it. It's kind of weird that way. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. It's another decision for another day. Have they not put anything out on Twitter or whatever? Uh, they've just released the fact that it's a patch and it leads to their blog that said about the patch notes, but I haven't, I haven't actually fired up the game and looked at it since then. Yeah. So. I'd say have a look on social media to see if it's intended or not. Cause no it doubt. No, it is intended. They patched that it. functionality out in yeah. the latest patch. It was taken out. So that was intentional. Yeah, Cause they were like, Oh yeah, this will make things easier. And everyone sat there going, no, it won't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see how long it takes them to reverse that. And here's the thing. It's funny because they, they also did another functionality change, whereas before, if you put down, like, undergrounds or splitters and then you drove a belt over the top of them, the belt would fill in in between where all those were, and then nothing in the splitters and undergrounds would stay the same. But now you, you place those splitters and undergrounds and you run a belt over them, the belt overrides them and takes them away. Yeah, that's really irritating. I do not like, like that. Was this something people were really asking for? I know, right? Because one of the tricks I always used to do is I would always, when I put medium power poles in between all the miners on the actual output belts, and then I would underground around those belts, and then I would run through them and lay the belts down the whole time. I did that when, when point sixty first came out. It's like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Now I don't have, you know, where did my undergrounds go? And it's like, oh, you're kidding me. It overrid them. So yeah. it's like, now I got to go through after that and try to, plug in the undergrounds again it's just it takes a little bit longer now mm -hmm. it, like i'm okay with the functionality if you like hold shift or control or something like that and then drag a belt and it would override everything like that i think would be a good idea yeah yeah but the way it is now it's just like ooh, yeah i don't know we'll have to wait and see who uh, mods that first the first one that modded it uh out i tried that the slower quick replace mod and it didn't it worked but the problem was then when you tried to click and drag over a blueprint with your uh, with your own objects then it you would have to click on it each individually one at a time it was just like ugh, didn't like that either 
Maybe you guys should look into modding it yourselves. I don't know. The first thing about programming. That's why you look it up. (laughs) Nonetheless, so that's Factorio. It's Uh great still. Always improving. And uh, yeah, point sixteen's out. Yep. I don't believe there's much else to be said about that. Do you anything you have to say? The artillery train. Oh, there's an artillery train. It's really interesting. (laughs) Oh my god, watch Catherine of Skies freaking overview on point sixteen. It's so funny. She makes. She goes into her uh, point fifteen mega base and and goes and ma- makes them real quick and then goes out past her solar fields and she's like, she gets out of the train with live artillery trains on it and just walks over to the shoreline. Ooh, look at the shoreline! And then the t- artillery trains are behind her firing away as we can see it in the mini map <laughs> and it's drawing biters towards her. It's such a funny moment. It's so good. It's so funny. Also, she turns around. There's just swarms of biters coming at her face. It's like oh. <laughs> It was really funny. <laughs> it was hysterical. Because I like, you know, I actually like the way the turrets work in that. Because it's like that because of gun depression, they can't, there's a minimum distance that they can fire to. And then there's a max distance, which is tremendous. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that, too. As soon as I went, she looked at it and read it, I was like, oh, wow, that big circle. But then there's an inner circle as well. And that's the minimum distance. Because artillery and, yeah. you know, the arc and what have you. It's all in the maths. But yeah, it was really good. That's really cool. Too. I hope yeah. I'm waiting for a mod for somebody to take that artillery wagon and turn it into just a generic turret wagon so that you can attach gun turrets or laser turrets to that. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for it. I know it's going to happen. Yep. And that's going to be awesome. I don't believe there's much else. Because like, if you have an artillery turret surrounded by like two regular turrets, that thing is like fully defended at that point. We're not doing a review for Factorio here, by the way. I know. Yeah. It's an update. We've been playing it a lot. I don't know if anyone can tell I know. <laughs> you love us, Gas. Yep. You're All right. rumbling I, now, so I, I am just cutting you off. Cut it. I am cutting it off anyway. I was cutting it off anyway because there's not really much else to say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaz, do you have any final thoughts? I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> mm, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Dark yep. God. Same. And uh, what is my final thought? Oh, yeah, just Monica. Just Monica. And until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. See you later. Bye now. Every day I imagine a future where I can be with you. In my hand is a pen that'll write a poem of me and you. Being closed down into a dark bottle. Just move your hand right the way into his heart. But in this world of infinite choices, what will it take just to find that special day? What will it take just to find that special day?